Hey, this is She's Ryan, and you're tuned in to the Encore Radio Show. The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by its hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of... What's up, folks? It is the morning time. Wake up with Encore. Of course, we're here rocking out with She's Ryan. Uh, Ryan, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, man. It's been a it's been an eventful couple of weeks of me, you know, and all that. We, we talked we talked off air about that a little bit. But it's all good. Uh, how has how like we haven't I haven't seen you in about like a year or so. Well, I guess we haven't been in the studio in a year or so. Like what 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 what's been going on with you? In that in that time period, like a lot of stuff seems to have changed since. Uh, changed to now. I mean, in a good way. In a good way. Wow, I don't know what really changed. Um, I just been working. All I can really do is work. Um, let's see. I've just been making music. I've been doing a lot more songwriting mm-hmm. for other artists now. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I really just want to focus on my music and and just taking this whole thing seriously and mm-hmm. making sure that I have longevity in, in my career and it's not some trendy shit. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, so let's, let me just pivot real quick. Songwriting, mm-hmm. right? Um, how, how, how do you approach uh, um, songwriting from, uh, from the aspect of writing for another artist? Is that something where you kind of like uh, listen to their style and some things that they talk about and focus on that or, or is it more so like inputting a little bit of your style in there while having while like trying to adjust to them as well um well there's two sort of, you know like everything you have to start from the ground up and since i'm a new artist i'm starting from the ground up so okay. um i have people you know who are connected to labels and uh connected to larger artists and um, they'll they'll tell me like so and so is looking for a record so um, if you can try and write a record that maybe sounds like so and so would sing it mm-hmm. we can kind of pitch it and God willing it'll get placed but um, how songwriting starts usually is you just write and sometimes somebody will hear it off the grace of God and boom you get a record like that little 20 year old who wrote bitch better have my money you know what i'm saying (laughs) so it's just it's so many ways to go about it there's different paths but um i'm lucky to have like larger people um helping me and working with me kind of like um mentorship and me being the protege Mm -hmm. where they're already connected and they have large placements so i'm writing with them and under them now nice 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 okay i mean you use you you said now that you're a new artist and and you know, you're very humble with your with with yourself, but I mean, you're you are sir. You are she is Ryan. She's Ryan. You know, people know you, yeah. you know. Um so from a from a from a perspective of, of being an artist, right? And you again I use the term new artist, right? Uh 
being humble, how far does that get you? I mean, I consider myself uh, a new artist only because if, I mean, I can't even lie, like, if you type my name in on the internet, there's blogs in Europe who have yeah. me a feature. You're you right, but I, I am, <laughs> I'm just humble because you gotta be, and, you know, life will come at you real fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, as, as big time as you want to act, you, all this shit can be stripped from you in a day. Absolutely. And I just believe in living every single day like it's my last. So, mm-hmm. I say that I'm... You know, I've built a name for myself. It took a few years, and people do know me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm New York-based, so they know me a lot in New York. Yeah. But um, being humble has got me really far because I see artists that come and come into the studio and try to work with other people, and because of their attitude and how mm-hmm. and how cocky they are, and mm-hmm. not even willing to take advice or criticism. Yeah. You can't critique their work without them being like, "Yo, shut up, nah." You know yeah. who I am? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what I do. And I've seen people turn off big producers like that. Turn off big, you know, like, execs. Like, why is anyone signing you if you already feel like you signed? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, being humble has really got me far. And I've formed the biggest friendships with people who are way bigger than me. And that's probably <laughs> why I'm humble. Do you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You know, I'm around people who've been doing this. And they've done it. And... I'm like, shit, I need to get on your level. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so me being kind and friendly and humble has just made me develop these relationships and friendships that are kind of like unbreakable, you know? Absolutely. Okay, so, so I mean, previously, you know, when I was a little more uh, unseasoned, right, mm-hmm. I used to look at um, the entire music industry as purely as business. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's not to say that there is not a business aspect to it, but a lot of it is kind of based on friendships and and um, and being able to really mesh with a person's personality. Am mm-hmm. I am I am I right to say that? Yeah, uh, I feel. You know what's really crazy? Going out to a bar with someone who you want to build with is so much easier to build with them that way than mm-hmm. coming through and being like, "Hi, my name is uh, she's Ryan, and uh, <laughs> I'm really interested in you signing me." You know what I'm saying? Like it's just so different when you can when you're yourself because people really see you in your element they see how likable you are how marketable you are in your element Mm -hmm. and it can be someone around you who wants to pitch you sell you make money with you or off you Mm -hmm. and that's how i've gotten my biggest deals like when i was published in inked like Mm -hmm. they saw they saw me out at these events they saw who I am, how I attract people. Um, you know, they saw how it converted into social media. They mm-hmm. saw that before they they didn't even ask me to come to a casting. Yeah. They just nice. reached out and was like, I wanna give you a six page spread. Nice. That shit is nuts, you know? Nice. So I think genuine organic relationships in any industry is essential. Fantastic. So you you just now you um you, you mentioned um making money with you, making money off you. Is there a point where um, you can't take certain things personal from the perspective of like, oh, this person only wants to make money off me? Or should you see it as an, as a, as an opportunity? I think that you should take nothing personally because you'll get your feelings hurt. Mm, okay, okay. Um, take nothing personally. It's, if this is not your... Shit, I can't even say that. I was going to say if this is not your grandma or your mom... Shit, grandma can fuck up sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
um, I would say take nothing personally ever. Mm-hmm. If if this is a person that you potentially want to do business with and they're cool, unfortunately, you're going to have to understand balance and you're going to have to understand that people are not going to always move how you want them to move, especially if you want to work with them as well. Yeah. So you have to kind of weigh things out. Damn, I don't like how he just did this, but uh, mm. I want to... I really want to get on that show. I really want this reality show. I mm. really want to be on Hot 97 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you just have to roll with the punches and take nothing personally. Not in this not in this business. Not in any business. So it's a situation where you kind of walk, have to walk around with like a pros and cons book and say, look, like this <laughs> pros outweigh the cons right now. Yeah, don't objectify yourself. I'm not here for that. I'm not here for selling my soul objectifying myself I'm not here for being walked all over or shitted on no Mm -hmm. absolutely not Mm -hmm. I'm just saying you have to know your boundaries make sure you are being respected and respect people around you Mm. You okay okay I like that alright so here's a quote Um, I want the world to see me as a leader someone who started from nothing and gained everything through experience hard work trial and error just everything the goal is to inspire Mm -hmm. do you remember that yeah real that's me that's you mm-hmm. okay so i like to say this now like i, I met you uh damn, it's been almost two years now so mm-hmm. um and the first time i experienced you was probably a little bit before that and i had a, a different idea about who you were i uh, like oh she's, she's loud she's kind of like boisterous mm-hmm. and then when i met you i was like oh that was i was <laughs> all the way wrong mm-hmm. i'm like this is my there's a certain like, there's an entertainer side of her, mm-hmm. and then there's a personal side of her, mm-hmm. you know? Like, she's not always she's Ryan. Mm-hmm. She's just a person as well, right? So, uh, I want to first of all apologize for having that incorrect idea about who you were. You judged me? <laughs> I judged you. Oh, <laughs> man. You know, um, but uh, being your own brand, does it sometimes, um, is it sometimes an inconvenience? I would say no. Okay. Um... I know that with this comes everything else. Okay. So, um, I guess the the biggest thing that's been happening is me being my own brand, uh, lack of personal space. Mm, Okay, okay. If I'm going shopping and I want to be low-key, things like that happen, but it doesn't bother me because that's what I'm working towards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care if people spot me in the supermarket. I don't care if I'm, you know, buying panties and someone comes up to me like, oh, you wear those kind of panties? She's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't care because that's what I'm working towards. And it confuses me when artists be like, I just want to feel like a human being. Well, then don't get famous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so, so no, it doesn't get in the way. And... Yeah, I do have a really loud appearance. Mm-hmm. I and I my stage show is really it's a show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm still a, a person and I tell people all the time like you can speak to me as if I'm a regular person. You That's know what I'm so. saying? Um yeah, people get intimidated and kind of run away from me mm-hmm. because of how I look or mm-hmm. what they've seen on the internet, mm-hmm. but you can speak to me like a regular person. That's, that's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Folks, you hear that? She's a human being. <laughs> I'm a regular person. Yeah, I'm good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so um, 
not only are you a human being, but you're also very artistic, not just from the standpoint of being an artist, but you have artwork. You are an, you are like an art piece in a sense. Yeah. Right? Um, how how important are, are is your is the artwork that you have um, to you? Uh, the tattoos on my body are very important to me. I I'm a tattoo collector. I'm not somebody who got tattoos because I want to be quote unquote tatted up. I hate that term. Um, okay. Yeah, I've it was it's a culture and it, I got it initially because I used to work in a tattoo shop. So mm-hmm. I used to do tattoos at a at a, when I was younger and yes. my boss at the time he was my mentor. So mm-hmm. him actually being the first person who put work on my body meant so much to me that I don't want to just put anything on my body. Mm. And, um, yeah, I mean, my tattoos, I'm a walking piece of art. Like, I, I love them. I'm not, I'm going to get more. I'm going to just do my whole body. That's like what's it. up. Yeah. That's what's up. You know, I always had the, I've always had the, I always wondered, you know, what would someone who's like 55 or 60 look like with their tats? And I saw somebody who was 65 with their tats, and I asked him how long he got it. And he was like, I got it about 10, 15 years ago, and the tats still look fresh. I was like, okay. I'm like, all right, all right. I don't have... I'm going to look sexy. <laughs> I'm going to look sexy. I'm going to be 70. Keep doing yoga, drinking water, using coconut oil. Ladies, mm, that's all. Do your yes, squats. Yes, 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 yes. So um, not only are you, an, are you an artist, but you also went to college as well. You went to Pratt. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your degree in? Uh, graphic design and communication design. Mm, so people don't know you that you came up from the ground up for real. Mm-hmm. Um, you you started behind behind the camera. Yeah, I you was, got in front. Yep, I was a photographer all through college and mm. a little bit after college, and uh, I focused on graphic design and type typography and communication design because I was afraid to get in front of the camera. Mm, so what what. What gave you that that power? What gave you that energy to say, okay, you know what? Like, I can be in front of this camera. I could, I could, I could be in front of this lens and not have a problem. Not be, not be so insecure. Mm-hmm. In a word. Yeah, I, I was very insecure. I was afraid. I was afraid of myself, and most importantly, I was afraid of what people would think of me. Mm-hmm. And at that point in my life, I was going through a lot personally. I was stressed out because of college I was also stressed out financially and I was stressed out internally like um, emotionally and like I I I was just dealing with a lot and um, I kind of had like an epiphany or a breakthrough where Mm -hmm. I was comfortable with myself for the first time ever in my life Mm -hmm. I didn't suffer from insecurity anymore and um, I decided to say fuck it keeping it real I literally said fuck it Um, I'm going to try this. I'm going to step in front of someone's camera. He's going to take pictures of me and I'm going to build a portfolio. And I did everything without thinking about it. And that's a big deal. I didn't think about where I'd end up. I just thought about getting it done and and facing my fears for the first time in life. And through the camera, I started recording music and like, you know, through modeling, I started recording music and um, people actually saw my face and what I looked like. And after that just all kind of goes hand in hand modeling music acting everything just goes hand in hand entertainment you know that's i have a a story to tell you so uh (laughs) i want to say about less than six months ago now Mm -hmm. um i met somebody um who from new york but they were going to school in south carolina i met them online just like just doing they were just doing their own thing 
they were like a model well they were interested in being a model but they were also a photographer mm -hmm. and you know they had that photo they had that model body but they were a little bit insecure mm -hmm. and the first person I thought about was you and I went through my timeline I was like now nah, I gotta find she I gotta find Ryan's page and I really went all the way down to like your first picture oh my god and I was like I took that took that picture screenshot it and I took one of your more recent pictures at the time. Mm -hmm. And I said, this person is also this person. I said, why? Because they grew to be who they wanted to be, who they envisioned themselves mm -hmm. to be. And, you know, they, they were really inspired by that. And uh, they are now stepping in front of the camera a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And they still do their photography thing as well, mm -hmm. but they have confidence in themselves. So I got that from you, or did I pass it on to somebody else? Nice. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. I hope, I hope that they took that in, you know what I'm saying? I really, really hope that helped them. I, I, I think it did. Okay, cool. I think it did. Oh, that's amazing, man. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about your workout routine, cause, 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 Ryan, your body be on point all <laughs> the time, all the time. Thank so, you. so, what, what do you, what, like, what do you do? What's, your, what's a typical workout routine for you? Okay, so about a year ago, I was obsessed with cardio only. Okay. Okay. Obsessed, like my endorphins were just like rushing, and mm. I just really, really loved cardio. I slowed down on the cardio recently, okay. and um, now I focus on yoga and like anything to do with working my own body out, like no no machines. Okay, okay. So a lot of squats, <laughs> um, push-ups, planks, um, oblique training, just like just everything. I do the stairs, like I go to the park and do the stairs, but I also still run. But mm -hmm. I do a lot of a lot of yoga now. Nice. I do a lot of yoga. I love I love working out. Like I'm a fitness lady. So so is the next thing you're gonna see uh, like like a, like a uh, a sir a sir workout videos. You know. Can I'm you, can working you see that? on it. I'm oh. I'm literally working on it. Oh see see <laughs> here we go. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. I'm um, acting. Mm -hmm. Um. What are some things that you're getting into in terms of acting? I'm I've done small independent movies. Okay. Um, now I'm just auditioning because now that I have a small reel and I'm kind of auditioning to do bigger stuff, I'm looking to just step into the acting world. Mm -hmm. um, just how I started with music four years ago and now She's Ryan is totally flourishing worldwide. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to do the same thing with acting because it all goes hand in hand. Like I said, you know, it's a platform, it's exposure. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I do a lot of I go to a lot of auditions. I do like three to four auditions a week. Really? Yeah, okay. it's usually for commercials mm -hmm. um, or voiceovers, and that's what I'm doing. You know, I just plant seeds and just like step away. I'm like, if 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 the universe wants it, I'll take it. I'll have it, and if it, and if it doesn't, then you know whatever. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So a lot of people, including myself, really have been diving into. Um, loving self and mm -hmm. universe and law of the universe to to um, kind of set the path that you go on, mm -hmm. right? What does that mean to you in terms of um, you know living your life? Like, how do you, you know, for people who don't understand, how do you allow the universe to do for you? The main thing with self love and living your life in abundance is you have to treat the world around you and. The word universe is, a, you know, it's a universal word. Um, people use God. They say the most high, Jah, whatever you want to use. Mm -hmm. the I say 
the universe. But you always have to remember whatever you worship or whatever you feel, you have to give it as much as you want back. Mm -hmm. And the, okay. the world or God or the universe around you, for me, is every single thing that you see, touch, feel, think, mm -hmm. and know. So me, the way I live my life and the reason why the universe grants me so many blessings every day is because I treat each and si each and every single person as if they are a miracle, like if they're a teacher, every moment is a miracle. So you, I'm treating you as if I wanted to be, want to be treated. I don't think any bad about you. I don't and I don't feel like Oh, damn, it's early in the morning. Oh, I'm late. You know, I was late coming here. There's no reason for me to be stressing because I was late. Yeah. Because what can you do while you're on the train underground? Absolutely. You're late already. Absolutely. So, I, you know, I do a lot of breathing. I say a lot of prayers um, for people. And I, also, I always just speak good for myself. And I thank the universe out loud. And that's the best thing that you can do to get everything back. You give. You say a prayer for the security guard that opened the door for me. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great day. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit just, everything just rushes at me. I, I live the, the most powerful life I've ever lived in my life at this point in time because I finally understand how my universe works. Mm. So th that's why... You know, that's my self-love. So for people who are who are hyper-religious or who are really nervous about um, things like the universe and saying, well, you know what, this is this is different from what my religion teaches me, right? Um, what what would you say to them to say, okay, well, you know what, it's not about you violating, quote-unquote, your religion. It's different. What, what would you say to them? For people who are hyper-religious and believe that, God, that your God grants you all of your blessings and you don't grant your own blessings because that's what you're saying essentially mm -hmm. and it's a touchy topic yes. so touchy but all I can say is even if you believe that God God put this blessing into your life right now why don't you still want to think positively about everything Fox. what's wrong with that you could be a positive Christian. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could be a positive Catholic person. Absolutely. You know, I'm going to have a great day. What's wrong with saying that? Yeah. God would be like, you are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, people think like, no, my day is great because of God. And that's fine. Do that. Yeah. But either way, say it out loud. Feel it. Think it. You know, tell other people they're going to have a great day. Mm -hmm. God would love that. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Okay, so uh, never growing up. Yeah. So when I heard that track last time we talked, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna have the exact quote, but I felt like that like that that song, that way that you were going was like that was it. I felt like you had really um, grabbed something. You had like a sound that would have that was. Particularly that song was very would have been commercially accepted. Uh, do you think it achieved the expect expectation that you had for it? Um, no. And I will say that because look at the numbers, mm -hmm. look at my iTunes stuff. Um, the song that I have out now reached more popularity and did more numbers than never growing up. And this is only because, once again, it's nothing wrong with the song. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with me. This is an industry where you have to realize if you have the budget for a huge pop record, that record is huge. Mm -hmm. I agree. Thank you. 
if you have a budget for that or and or the connections to push that mm -hmm. and make that a crossover record then it shall flourish mm -hmm. as opposed to the song that i put out just now real trappy yeah. that plays in every party i'm at yeah every, i go to a party and my song comes on because it can be played the parties that I go to, nobody's playing a pop record sure. in the club sure. and turning up. So what we did now, the strategy was, Ryan, put out the music that you party to. And mm, I know I'm, okay. you know what I'm saying? Put out the music that you party to. You know, like, and I was like, makes sense. Yeah. Make, it makes so much sense. And I put out one song that I actually turned up, you know, that... The kind of music that I turn up to and what happened is the crowd that I had already been attracting they love that they yeah, love it yeah. so I'm building my buzz more so that I can re-release that big pop good that was what I was gonna ask yeah. next you know is there a level of uh was there a point where you would re-release re -release of that? course I felt like that of course I really felt I mean and I mean how you explain that it totally totally makes sense I feel like it really sucks though because it should it, it should just get picked it should just got picked up regardless. Right. You know? People but. are not used to an independent artist having such big songs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I learned that. So when you just got this song that just people catch on quickly, I, I always say to artists, don't try to like you can't pick your fans. Mm -hmm. You can't mm -hmm. pick your fan base. Yeah. Your fans are gonna attract towards you. So I that song can be on Radio Disney. Never Growing Up can be on Radio Disney. Yeah, it can be like yeah. on any Nickelodeon show. But I can't force feed that to anybody. I gotta mm -hmm. wait for them to hear it. Absolutely. So I'm I'm good where I'm at. I'm actually really happy. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. All right. So um, we've been talking about this a little bit off air, but talk to me about Fame School. Cause like I said, I mean, I'm I'm really behind the curve on Fame School. Like this just literally popped up out of nowhere, and it's like the biggest thing popping since in circle right now like what like where did fame school come from fame school is a a duo okay it was it is it consists of slimmy who mm -hmm. is the producer and dj and telly who was formerly in ninja sonic yeah okay okay uh, you know what ninja yes 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 so um what happened basically is telly being the vocalist and rapper of the group and Slim came together and formed Fame School. So it's kind of like how um, Pharrell has that NERD situation. Okay, where, okay. Yeah, it's like that. Um, but Fame School is, they are a collective. They have people under them that really support them and, and who they are. And um, that's what it is. So they put out, they have records out. They have huge videos out. They're, they're signed to Fool's Gold right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I really, really, really love their music. And Slimmy's my producer. Slimmy's the one who uh, produced Never Growing Up yes. and On My Mind yes. and everything. So him and Telly together, they're just, they're powerful. They're a powerful duo. That's what's up. Yeah. The Hello, um, Hello Halo Music Group, that's still around? or is Yeah, that that's, a pro that's a production company. Okay. So yeah. everything, that's just everything behind all production. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. 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 So let's talk about this new song. So money on my mind. Yeah, I'm back on my grind. Mm -hmm. Right, so blogs have been describing this as a reintroduction of she's she's Ryan to the masses. Mm -hmm. So I want you to tell me from your perspective what does the hook really mean? 
I mean, that, it's it's very simple. You know, um, I chose when doing this this record since I was going all the way left from mm-hmm. never growing up. I decided to just keep it straight to the point, catchy and simple. Okay. I okay. put out never growing up. You know, it did whatever it did. Did its little fizzles, little one two, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm back. You know what I'm saying? And that was it. Yeah. So I decided to make it simple, catchy, straight to the point, and I love that song. Nice. Yeah, it goes. Nice. nice. Okay. Um, the other day you guys had a um, you guys had a uh, performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Highline Ballroom. Yeah. Yes. The whole fa- that was like the whole Fame School crew. Yeah. Everybody. Every. I mean, it wasn't only Fame School there. It was. It was thrown by Fame School, okay. and okay. they really put together a production. I mean. That show was nuts. They had two Millie there, Mayno, Memphis Bleak. Everybody performed there. Yeah. Naima Supreme. It was that showcase was nuts. Absolutely, absolutely nuts. So, um, yeah, that was a good look. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Have you ever had a chance to work with um, with Trey Pizzi? No, I, I haven't. I'm sure we we can work. I just didn't think about it. I want to. I, I would love to hear like a, a track from the two of y'all. Actually, I think that I think that y'all sound. Well, first of all, I think like both of your personalities, sound, your sound, and your brand, I think it all kind of just like flows really well, like in an awkward but like awkwardly harmonious way. So, really? Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. No, I really like Trey Pizzi's music, and he's such a kind guy. Like we vibe on a on a friendly level but mm. i've never i never even thought i'm gonna ask him now <laughs> i'm gonna ask him can we get on a track together <laughs> okay um so um for the for the song now uh, who directed the video and what creative direction were y'all going for with the visuals for on my mind yes uh, the director his name is anthony rowley mm. he is a what i like to call a visionary he ha- he does fashion design he does photography and video direction and um basically what i wanted for this video because he's a fashion guy you know what i'm saying if you can see from the video it's based on just me and my looks Mm -hmm. like that's it and that's what i wanted i wanted it to be stripped down all white background with just bomb ass clothing and me doing my doing my one two like that's it and he understood that and i think he he uh he translated that really well in the visual I like it. It's fun. It's just like simple and to the point. Um, I wanted it to be the complete opposite of never growing up. <laughs> like the complete opposite. No choreo, no backup dancers, no crazy colors everywhere, no party scene. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be the different, you know, show the difference in the work. You know what I'm saying? Will the rest of my videos be like that? No. Yeah. No. Hmm. Okay. All right. So uh, folks, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, obviously we have more with Shades Ryan. Uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about music mainstream a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely dive into the indie scene and, and figure out what's what's some things Ryan's been listening to uh, mainstream over the past couple of months. Awesome. So Encore Radio Show. Good morning. Good morning. Would you like to sponsor the Encore Radio Show? Email us at radio at encoreradioshow.com. Coming up on the Encore Radio Show.
Lyrical exercise, who ready to get in shape? I got bars after bars, who ready to lift some weights? I be feeling like the guard whenever I'm in the place. GP a ghetto player, so broads I never chase. I just let them come to me, then I slay him and stash him. Never hate or harass him, I don't behave in that fashion. I'm a master of my craft, cause I'm a slave of my passion. So why you raising, I'm blasting. I ain't aging, I'm lasting. That's a difference in mentality. Don't spit it for no salary. My choice is subject too harsh, fuck it, this is reality. These guys charged up, but who giving them batteries? The game needs some fillings, it done caught a couple cavities Open off that sweet shit, what happened to that street shit? That hot nine prime time quick to rip a beat shit Yo, is that your chick? I'm on my bleak shit Grab Mrs. Officer and fuck her in the precinct I hand her a camel flag, she repping the wrong set I like them chicks with a fat ass who give long neck Double cross GP, you took the wrong step Been nice since we was rocking Vances with Gore-Tex Shout out to Jock Money, we getting that block money And they love me in the hood, you can't take the block from me but I don't smile a lot, shit is not funny I just chase chicken, y'all chasing chickens Y'all niggas is thought hungry And it's a shame, yo, who raised these niggas Getting stacks to rap, yo, who paid these niggas Won't stop till my gang is richer And I'll hit you for you get a chance to swing That's an angry picture And the ghetto made me angry, nigga No more nice guy But hand me the crown and make sure it's the right size Fuck it, yo, give me a Yankee and I'm out Niggas can't stop my reign, got them praying for a drought But GP about to be the name that they shout When they talk about the illest in the game who got clout and if you doubt, we could have a sparring session A nigga with an attitude, my bars got aggression I'm scarred and I'm stressing, but far off to perfection When I'm throwing these bars, why squads wanna test them? Huh? Camo style, hoop dreams out now, nigga, go get that We out here, camo style up Alright folks, we're back Soundcore Radio Show, good morning uh, We got Cheech Ryan here in the building, of course Good morning And we got, we got executive producer Cope Static in the building He's like, he's like half dead Hey, I know I'm sleepy. <laughs> He's half then. Oh, man. So, Ryan. Hey. What's some music you've been listening to over the last month or so? I've been listening to month or so. I don't know what it is, but I've been listening to a lot of old stuff. Are we talking about current stuff? Uh, I mean, it's up to you. Okay. Current, old. So, my, st- my thing is I'm really inspired by... The late 90s and early 2000s R&B and hip-hop. Mm, okay, okay. So I've been listening to a lot of Brandy, Monica, Lauren Hill, Total, mm. um, Maya. Um, just, old, like, that's that barbecue music. Like, <laughs> old school Destiny's Child. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm really inspired by that. Mm-hmm. Um, Khalees. Wow. Okay. I've been listening to that lately, and I just feel feel like I'm super inspired by those women particularly uh, Aaliyah again mm, just like yeah those are my that's what I've been listening to and then you know I'll listen to the regular stuff on the radio but sonically like if I want to be stimulated I listen to early 90s I mean late 90s early 2000s okay um, from those artists you just named right and what you're inspired what you've been inspired by sonically um, would we see that transition into some of the music that you're sorry that you're gonna be putting out? Yeah, I mean, I already make music that sounds like that, mm. but um, the first project that I'm putting out, my EP that comes out next month, it's gonna be very current and stuff that you hear now because okay. it's my introduction. Um, I want to relate to the people, and I okay. want people to, you know, because my newest single on my mind was so. It just caught so quickly and 
gained so much attention that why not just put out five other songs that do that? You know what I'm saying? Party music, it's up-tempo, it's fun, and that's that's the mood I'm in right now. So I'm just sticking with that. Mm, okay. Yeah, but I definitely have, you know, different music. My catalog is extensive. Really? Yeah. I got everything from, like, super, super Taylor Swift pop to, like, alternative Oh, oh okay, okay yeah it's nuts and then i have like straight r&b records and then i have straight rap records so i my catalog just goes there it mm -hmm. takes it there and it's up to me to kind of put the puzzle together and see what makes sense to go out first okay fair enough fair enough so um we had uh raven Savino in here last week and um raven talked about um the possibility of doing a all females tour Mm -hmm. Right, um, whether it be female rappers, uh, MCs, or whatever you like, whatever term people use, um, whether it be R&B artists, but it's all females. Or she mentioned that um, Missy, Missy, uh, Aaliyah, and Beyonce have went on a tour all together at some point in time. Right? What kind of like would you be a part of a, a all females tour, and who would you want to bring on your tour if you had to pick like like two people? Two. I want to pick like more than two. Oh, pick how much you ever you want. <laughs> uh, hell yeah, I would be part of a all women's tour because you know I'm a woman's rights activist. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Um, and if I had to choose like underground people to go on tour with right now, it would be me. I like Raven Sorvino a lot. Mm -hmm. Um. I would do Jungle Pussy. Mm. Naima Supreme is fun. I really like her. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. Um, who else? But then I want to add people on there. Like, there's this woman named Neon Hitch. She's mm. dope. You, it's just, you know what? The music I listen to is so left. You know what I'm saying? That the artists I may name, like, a lot of people won't know, but they're big. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's so crazy. You know who got some hot shit? Kat Dahlia. Remember her? No. The you say yeah. you a gangster. You oh. never test me none. Yo, her she's crazy. She really has some really good shit. Uh Tina Shea, I would wanna mm -hmm. do her. Uh what's the new Kalani? Mm, okay, okay. So like, you know, just like all the young new hip girls <laughs> just go on tour together, like that'll be fucking dope. Well, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, that um, uh, that your, like I said, that you listen to is so far left, right? It just so happens that being so far left is really in right now, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, do you think, what, what do you think would happen if, if maybe so far left wasn't in anymore? Like, would there be a place for, for She's Ryan? There's no place for She's Ryan now. Like, I, I'm my own person. You can't compare me to any artist if you try, you know, like... People, because you can't compare me, they automatically put me to a mix of Azealia Banks because I'm brown and we have colorful hair and we both have up-tempo music, mm. or Rihanna because I'm edgy. Yeah. I, I, none of us sound the same. That's a good mix, though. It's beautiful, <laughs> but none of us sound the same. You get Absolutely. what I'm saying? So when people try to compare my style of music or um, just who, just me, they're like, no, you like Rihanna. You just like Rihanna. How? <laughs> you know, it's a compliment, but it's just yeah. like, how, Sway? How? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I think that it doesn't matter which way music goes. Like, I'm an individual. 
there's not going to be another She's Ryan, you know? Nice. Okay, so you mentioned Isaiah Banks, and um, I'll kind of like, I won't necessarily phrase a question just specifically for her, but um, you also mentioned that you're a women's activist. Mm -hmm. So from that perspective, what do you, how, what do you think about um, artists, particular, particularly um, female artists who are outspoken and the way that um, the media, whether it be indie media or mainstream media, how they treat them? I believe um, you can determine where you want to go in your career depending on how much you speak and how much you shut your mouth. Okay. okay. Um, Azealia loves to say what she wants to say. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, this world is built a certain way where they're not used to women especially, women especially, just expressing themselves um, wholeheartedly and um, unapologetically. Okay. Um, so I'm here, I'm here for Azealia's rants, for when she says things that are kind of like, whoa, did she really just say that? I'm here for stuff like that when she's standing up for herself. Um, Azealia's a bit more confrontational than I am, mm. and I, I can't do that. Okay. I don't want to, I'm not even like that. But that's her. Azealia Banks is Azealia Banks. She can do whatever she wants. You know what I'm saying? It's super entertaining, and she's a kick-ass artist. So mm. she can. I'm here for it. Do it, girl. Do you think you have? Do you think um, you have to, or that it's in your best interest to be outspoken, but also be a kick-ass artist at the same time to back up your own work? You better be <laughs> if you if you if you are outspoken the way she is. You would. You better hope your music is good because then it's just like you talking and you have no fans. So who are you talking to, you know what I'm saying? Like who are you really sp speaking to? But she has a huge fan base mm. and an awesome cult-like following, and um, she's big and people really support her and her views. So you know, like I said, when she speaks on topics such as racism and things like that, I'm here for that. I just can't. I, I don't I can't be confrontational. It's not my it's not my nature. Absolutely. Okay, so she had come out um, against um, there was a, a wax figure of Nicki Minaj uh, that was put in the wax museum not too long ago, mm -hmm. and it was um, with Nicki Minaj and her pose from um, Anaconda. Thank you, because the world was not there for me right now. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it was in her pose. Uh, it was from her video Anaconda. And she was bent over in a in a quote unquote provocative way, right? Now, um, you know, men have been taking advantage of that, and she came out, you know, Azalea came out and said, like, look, you know, this is inappropriate. Um, I don't even know why you even thought it was correct to to present her in this manner. I mean, she is probably not even probably. She is probably unanimously the best female rapper out right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and certainly is a strong woman. So why put her in this vulnerable position and then have people kind of deface her at the same time? So do you think she was right for saying that? I think she was absolutely right for saying that. Okay. Because as she mentioned, her peers, Nicki Minaj's peers, are in the same wax museum with a microphone in their hand. Absolutely. Um, it's up to Nikki if she feels any way about that. If Nikki feels like she's been violated. You know what I'm saying? Mm, would I, if, if I was in that position, would I feel like, what the f Why would they put a wax figure up of me in that position? 
but I'm in that position in my video. Mm -hmm. And okay. my whole video, I'm shaking my ass and mm -hmm. I'm on all fours. She's on, she's on all fours like four times in that video. Mm -hmm. And maybe they just saw that as like, okay, it's fine. If she's fine on being all, on all fours in the video, why what, can't we make a wax figure out of it? And Nicki Minaj was fine with it. She said that it was... Um, legendary or something like that she was like this is great you know so if nikki has no problem with it then of course i don't i would just don't we have a say in which figure goes up you know like yeah i, I would at least hope that you would yeah it is your likeness at the same time. right right because when you see beyonce Katy perry and rihanna in the same museum they all are standing upright with a microphone in their hand and Nicki minaj is on all fours but that's how the video is so I don't know. Azealia has a huge point, but if if Nikki doesn't care, then I don't care. You know. Absolutely. Okay. Um. So let me let me let me say this, and I want to see if you how she can uh, come back to it. So, um, with with Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj has she's I want to say dodged questions, or certainly you know not been open to at, um to answering questions about her ass for a very long time. And the only real video, I mean, there's probably been a couple of videos, but the only real video that I could see that she really uh, presented it really <laughs> <laughs> publicly uh, was in Anaconda. So out of all of the material that she's had in all the videos, you know, the one time that she really, that, the one time that they choose to um, cement in history, in a sense, really, um, is the Anaconda video. Mm -hmm. So I say that to say this. She also, um, the other day, she was pretty upset because she wasn't, um, chosen um, mm -hmm. to have her video. Mm -hmm. uh, I was, what was it? I believe it was the Grammys or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, she got into a big argument with Taylor Swift mm -hmm. and it kind of precluded the whole meet Drake thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. So for her to not um, be able to win an award or even be nominated to win an award for this provocative video, but be cemented in history right. in that manner, doesn't it kind of come off a little bit off? It's all it's all the way off. Um, did, were you gonna say something? No, I was just saying. I thought he was gonna say it was a balance. I was thinking about wasn't it MTV? Wasn't it MTV? Yeah, MTV yeah, MTV awards. It was. Yeah, I don't. I, I really don't. I, f I feel like it's weird. I'm not sure if you feel like this, but I feel like it's weird when artists like uh, uh, get so upset over awards. Um, you know, when they have such great fan bases and and all kinds of things. And I, so when when he was talking about, I was just thinking about you know the, the way I feel about mm -hmm. it. Cause, you know, th these award shows aren't for us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the award shows that are for us, a lot of people don't even show up to those right, award shows. Right. And I was just thinking about that. That's what I was thinking about. I didn't, you know, want to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. Anybody. It makes sense. You know, I think that you know, I'm gonna answer both. But what okay. you were saying. <laughs> is yeah artists care too much about awards listen i don't know how these big i'm not there yet i'm not where nikki is or sure. where drake is where they're always working they have millions and millions of fans and fans and all this money but you care about one ass mtv award yeah it's like i wouldn't care but you know what it is it's probably i think that maybe like she said it's, it's it goes back to like the industry and society like she's black she has a fat ass taylor swift is white skinny boom taylor swift gets the award and that's probably what that was about you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying that's like so she wanted to address that and say something about that so i get it me i'm not i don't give a fuck yeah. like 
my fans are there, my money's there, I'm fulfilling the dream, the dream that I always wanted to. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say what I want. So, um, you, yes, that's weird. That she never showed her ass and then magically her ass is in the wax. <laughs> um, yeah, it's strange. It's strange and our world that we live in is fucked up and strange. But uh it's cute though. <laughs> if you the were to be played, the wax figure's cute. Her butt's cute too, but we're not talking about Nikki's. We're not making a conversation on Nikki's butt. We certainly are not. Yes, we did. Um, <laughs> so we're done. Uh, it's done. <laughs> um, so if you were to be put in a wax museum, um, I would um, hope they don't put me like that. What would you? How would you want yourself portrayed? I'm a singer. Put me with a fucking microphone. Like you have Beyonce and Rihanna and Katy Perry. They're standing up with a mic in their hand. Yeah. Do not put. I don't want to be on all fours. You see what the fuck they doing? Like, dudes are putting their crutch behind her butt. Yeah, like, so chicks are licking corny. her butt. Like, why? You just gave people the opportunity to, to deface a part of of you. Yeah. Like, nah, no, thank you. I'll stay. I'll stand up right. People are disgusting. Yeah, people are pretty immature, no matter what. So that is, that is very I'm true. pretty sure if I'm standing up straight, still they'll still away. do that. Yeah. So, they but might I try, they might try to lick your toes. I mean, yeah, they might. Know, they like, might try. Hey, some some people like the toes lick. I don't know. Oh I don't know. my! You, you, you got it. Listen. Are you a toe man? I'm actually not a toe man. <laughs> I, 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 I don't even like feet. I'm so glad you wore sneakers today. <laughs> <laughs> like when girl, like I be so tight in the summer because girls always want to have their toes out. I just be like, yo, I don't, no, I'm not, I'm not with it. I just have my eyes like this. I'm, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a foot You're man. You're not a foot man. My own child okay. can't put her feet on me. I'm like, look. Okay, I get it. them to the side. I'm not a feet person either. I mean, I have a four year old sister. Those feet are acceptable. The little baby feet, but yeah. anything else, you put your feet next to me, family fighting. Then <laughs> you come very confrontational. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I will fight your feet. That's nasty. Oh man, I love that. 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 So, right, 2015 is coming to a close. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the oh, EP is yeah. the EP is dropping next month. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's funny. 2015 kind of flew by. It did. This whole oh god, summer's gone. What happened? I didn't even go to the water park. Anyway. I, I've been not actually. Damn, I've been to Six Flags. I'm doing shit this summer. Uh, so for 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 twenty. <laughs> matter of fact, by the way, we wanted to wish you have a birthday on air. Thank now. you. You know, today I, I, my birthday. <laughs> I, I I did actually sing off air. I don't know if I'm gonna put it in the podcast or not. I was told that. We made it just an executive decision to not put it in, but we we might throw it in there somewhere. You might want to throw that in. Oh, so yeah, yeah, you know. Um, so, how do you how do you envision the the remainder of your 2015 uh, going? A lot of sh- the rest of my 2015 will go like this: a lot of shows, a lot of partying. I need to close out this year with a fucking bang. Like I've had the best year, hands down, hands down, the best year of my life. Um, yeah, um, personally, business-wise, um, everything. My brand has grown so much. Um, I'm getting more recognition this year than I ever have. Uh, I'm happier than I've ever been. Everything's just like, it's just awesome. Everything. I'm meeting so many cool people. I'm comfortable with myself. You know, um, I'm healthier than I've ever been. All right. Yeah, like in life. So, 
I just want to go out with a bang. Just make bomb ass music, put out this EP, fucking see my watch myself on TV, make my parents proud, dra- you know, make it rain in a strip club, and <laughs> like that's really it. That's all, you know. That's what's up. We, we should we should you know we, you know we should do we should get your music. You should get that song particularly in the strip club. I know. Yeah. I heard the strip club is where is where tracks really yeah. broke. Yeah. That's where you get the down Yeah, money on yeah. my mind needs to be on in the yeah. strip club. You're right. Yeah, that you right. Know, do a little chopped and screwed joint and then <laughs> boom, son. That should be in Texas. Wild crazy. Very true. Texas, yeah. Miami. Yeah. Side. We'll get it there. That's you just spoke it into existence. So Yeah. You know. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so Ryan, want to thank you for coming on to the Encore Thank you for show. having me. Uh, folks, good morning. Good morning. Wake Soccer. it up. Wake up. Absolutely. You're talking to me? Uh, <laughs> you too. Sorry. You too. Uh, man, you know, honestly, we, like, us, like us, I said, we obviously we do this for you. Um, we do this for you. Uh, we do, obviously, really hope, wish, the nothing but the best. Not just for artists that come into the studio, but for artists in general. Um, where artists are in 2015 in terms of having control of their own destiny, mm-hmm. particularly with their music and any entrepreneurial career that they have, mm-hmm. um, is certainly one that is, um, they have the power. Mm-hmm. And it's one uh, a, a power that they have not really had the opportunity to hold mm-hmm. um, in the past. And I'm really happy for you. Thank um, you. I've been seeing your career uh, go for, for, I mean, I swear it's been like two years now. Yeah. Uh, I've been I've been seeing your career grow and I mean like you said twenty fifteen has been a fantastic year for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty sixteen, what do you what do you what are we looking at? I mean I know this EP is one of like what like four or five songs. So Yeah, the EP is like five songs. Yeah, so twenty sixteen we're gonna get a full length song, you know, a little thirteen. Yeah, you wanna you want an album, you can have it. Yeah. Um but I'm <laughs> I, but you know, like I got, I have songs just like sitting there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um like I said, I'm just waiting for the right time. The right push, the right people behind me to support it. Mm. But 2016, expect tours and mm. and big features from larger artists mm. and things of that nature. More magazines and a She's Ryan calendar. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I think. I think. <laughs> I think if you package like your your album with a calendar and a Sir, workout video, yo, yo, I'm just be flying off the shelves. Yeah, off we the do that. shelves. Because I think I believe you know you have a marketability where men, men obviously will love you, but females can love you as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Females yeah. will love you as well. Like that that confidence sort of, boost. Yeah, somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not encourage healthy living and embracing your sexiness? Yes, I'm big. I'm big on that. Yes. Ladies, don't be afraid to be naked. Mm, don't tell be afraid. Em. Don't be a thought, but don't be afraid to embrace your womanhood. Mm. Yeah, you've never been shy of, no. of your sexuality at no. all. That's okay. what's up. That's what's up. All right, folks. Well, you know, we, we kind of covered a lot of topics uh, here this morning. Uh, wake up with Encore. Make sure you guys follow She's Ryan at She's Ryan. S-H-E-S-R-Y-A-N. No yeah. weird underscores. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook is She's Ryan. Mm-hmm. Just type that in. And Instagram is, again, She's Ryan. Fox. No weird underscore. You on Snapchat? Um, yeah, but it's a joint account with my best friend because we're crazy. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is. It's actually <laughs> very crazy, though. So. Same She's not. I can't be the same She's Ryan. It's not She's Ryan. It's not 
but my regular Snapchat is she's Ryan, and I don't snap, so don't, snap. don't even. Don't, don't follow her on Snapchat. I'm not lit on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> but you got what you got to do is you got to stalk her Twitter page, see if she she ever talks about. Uh, her joint account with her friend and uh, you get that get that, that shit is funny <laughs> alright folks and we out so I'll cover this show good morning good morning <laughs> this is an indie creative network production executively produced by Copa Static and Dominaire Media